When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Before there was IMDB.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? That's us, but maybe only for the years 1981 through mid-1989. No, I'd say late 1978 through early 1992. (laughs) Either way, we know movies. And even more specifically, we know soundtracks from those movies. Yeah, this is $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. This is the podcast where we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it still holds up today. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Hola, everyone. Welcome to another shredded episode of $2 Late Fee. I'm your host, Zach Schaefer, and joining me as always, my totally radical co-host, Dustin Rubin. Hola, also. (laughs) Today, we have with us a very special guest, the star of many notable films like Return of the Living Dead, Tombstone, Point Break, and of course, our personal favorite, North Shore. I'm talking about none other than the legit soul surfer, John Philbin. John, to continue on with our 80s lingo, we are stoked to have you on the show. John <laughs> so happy to be here. I love being referred to as a star of anything. You're a <laughs> bright shining star. You're bright yeah, shining my, star. Yeah, my girlfriend sometimes calls me bright star, but she's being sarcastic. Oh, well. Great job, bright star. <laughs> yes. Like yes. Way to go, like bright star. Bright star. Look up, look up. No, up. It's there somewhere. Well, it means a lot for you to be on our show, oh. and we are honored. And uh, yeah, we may um, we may be blowing smoke up my yeah. ass. Yes, tooting your horn. Awesome, toot toot. I mean, I think that's great because I was watching the Emmys the other day. I don't know why I think that's great. If you haven't already noticed, I have a lot of different personalities going off in my head. The more coffee I drink, the more personalities. It's I all have. good. I do too. It's yeah. hard to tell when I'm when I'm being serious or when I'm being. But right now I am being serious, and I watched the Emmys, and I just noticed on the pre-Emmys when the people were on the carpet, most of them were just their job with those those interviewers is to shamelessly promote whatever product that they're right. in the mar- they're, that's in the marketplace that they participated in because they got paid, and the people that paid them want them to promote right. yeah. the products, and and you know they've yeah. said the shit they're saying about a hundred times, and it's their job. Yeah. But I found it to be boring. I was like, what's the difference between this guy promoting this thing that, yeah, he may win an Emmy, but what's the difference between that and some schlocky, shitty independent film I did for a hundred bucks, you know, and in the garage? It's the same shit. It's some yeah. product, someone like, well, I never saw it, never heard about it. 
Yeah, so what? I mean, what difference does it make? It's just yeah. entertainment. Someone made this thing. They tried, oh, we really hope it, you know. Totally agree. We want to so, make, you know, yeah. some money, send our kids to school. Like, whatever. It's just a bunch of shit. But, <laughs> you know, you, you, we're in the game. We're going to play it. I want to play the game. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the game. But, I mean, it just all sounded like the difference between. the only. So the only thing I found entertaining or interesting is when someone said something self-effacing or because the products all seem the same to me. I don't care if it's an Academy Award winning film yeah. or some you know something someone else likes that no one else has ever seen it this is, it has the same quality to me it has the same value to me you're speaking I like our something language. some people don't yeah you're well, speaking our I language mean, yeah because we could dissect award ceremonies could they're, you they're yeah. ridiculous i mean ridiculous, we, we don't right? watch them in my house because they are, i just find the whole thing so boring how can you and not so, watch like, them but you're in the you know I mean? in you're I in know. this we're making a I, hand we're, gesture we're making yes we're we, in this our audience business. can't see they that, can't we're, see we're, that we're doing this we're what is it's a jerking gesture is that what that means it's a jerking it's a jerking this is like pumping the pumping the the hand shake the hand weight the shake weight the shake shake we're just doing the shake weight i thought we were pulling the chain on the toilet yes I could very easily not watch <laughs> yeah. it being in the business just because it's, because it's, it's just, you're right, there's nothing, there's just very yeah. little substance there. And like, yes, some of this, the thank you speech, the award, the acceptance speeches well, are, you know. I, I love watching our yeah. our brethren, you know, our yeah. our actors go up there and have, see what they have to yeah. say. And I like watching the greatest. I'm a consumer of, of filmed entertainment. I love it. I yeah. fucking love it. And I'm still an, you know, I am an actor and yeah. I'm still an actor and I love watching the work and seeing people win. I love how glamorous everybody looks. It's beautiful. But on the rec- on the way in, you know, it, that, that's the when, they're, when they're it's, asked to promote yeah. whatever, so what are you doing yeah. now? Like, what, you know, I, so I was right. thinking, well, I'm going to do an interview in a couple of days and am I going to sound just like these fucking idiots? You know, like, oh yeah, they're, they're famous. Yeah. I mean, they're famous and they make a living right. acting. I don't, I don't, but right. I could still say, oh yeah, I've got three movies coming out, you know, and it's really important, you know, the, the issues, it's really yeah. topical, and it's like, blah, 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 but right. I want to do it on this show if I can later. Yeah, of well, course. We could talk about... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love you. you know, we this can, is hilarious. Yeah, we can talk about what you're wearing, but the audience can't see it, but maybe you can describe... Uh, well, I'd like to you're... if that's all right with yes, you. Yes, please. Okay, so <laughs> Actually, I know we had a talk where I lost everything in a fire, so everything yeah. I'm wearing was given to me. I, I'm only yeah. wearing stuff that – I have a victim card that says Wolfie Fire. I'm, I'm allowed to use it for one year. And I hand it out and people give me shit in return. Like sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's clothing. Sometimes it's little gift cards yeah. to Target. But I've only got like one more one more month. But anyway, this is a shirt that means I cleaned up in Playa del Rey. I'm living in this little neighborhood, Playa del Rey, which is like, yeah. you know, and they have a cleanup thing where all these people are like, they went to USC and their fraternity sororities. This is way off the mark. And there's no, fucking okay. so no, Because I went to USC I and I was in a fraternity and I'm like, there were a bunch of people that are like, they're little mall cops. They're like, why don't we do this? You know, clean up. Then they're trying to tell you how to clean and shit. And I just wanted to go, fuck you. So I was like, <laughs> don't. Don't cop me, you know, like, don't get over my shoulder and tell me to sweep. They're like, go get a broom. And I, that's, the last, that's the worst thing you should ever say to me. Hey, John, go get a broom. Okay. Like, Note, noted. <laughs> I'm not going to go get a broom. I might, yeah. I might go to the bathroom behind a little stall now and not, and just leave it there for someone to discover, hopefully an ex-sorority girl who's all about cleaning. But anyway, I got, that's how I got this shirt and these pants for my, for my awesome gay hairdresser named Billy, who I love, who's a huge gun collector, and I met him in domestic violence class. Wow. And uh, wow. he had a bunch wow. of pairs of sevens, 
And he goes, what size waist do you use? No, I've never had anything like it. I go, 30, 40. He goes, oh, come And he gave me five pairs of seven jeans that he doesn't fit into anymore. I I I go, gap jeans. I've got more expensive, nicer clothes now than I did before the fire. Well, we are going to jump around a lot of subjects, but do you want to – you were telling us um, a story off air Mm. about the fire, and you were sharing with us that you lost your your home last year. I did. It wasn't my home, actually. I was just renting my dream place, which I've always wanted to live in a garage apartment above like a like three-car garage okay. with tons of space around it because I'm a surf instructor. I got 10 boards, 20 wetsuits I need. I go, hey, I got to store this. He goes, look around you. I was in this abandoned, like, not abandoned, oh, but this ranch house, like, you know, stables, no oh, horses. Wow. Okay. Just put them anywhere you want. I'm hanging up my wetsuits. I'm like, this is yeah. awesome. I'm looking at yeah. Turtle Rock. There's literally a rock called Turtle Rock, Canaan, and and I'm like, that oh, is that's called Turtle Rock. He goes, yeah, and I go, I'm gonna live here for yeah, the rest of my right? life. Signs, but and I was I curated this. I bought art. I had I, this place. I just it was about the size of this room, actually, actually, and plus it had like a no, it's not. It was like the size of this room. You okay. have a very nice. You have a very nice place. Thank you. We are on location. And, yeah, we're on at, location. Yeah. At, oh, I'm looking at the ocean. It's sunny Santa Monica right now. German steins everywhere. But anyway, <laughs> I was so in love with this place. And yeah, the fire came up the hill, mm. crossed the 101, and took everything all the uh, way down to the ocean. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. But we're coming um, up on a year. You said in, yeah, in, coming up yeah. on a year. Then I can't use my Woolsey fire victim card anymore, which has been pretty good. I've gotten like snowboards i didn't even know they yeah. had something like that well it That's, doesn't i made it up okay oh oh i made oh, it up you made the card up yes it's, i made it up i was like i lost everything in the fire i'm like girlfriend yeah. like, don't say it again I, yeah. i'll tell everyone right. for a whole year i'm telling everyone on air i lost everything in the Woolsey fire right yeah. me and a bunch of other people too but they don't you don't hear them whining about it they don't have a card they don't have a card right. but they could belief is a very important thing they it's my life right i lost everything in a fire yeah and sometimes someone will go, fuck, should we start a, a, self, a page for you? I'm like, yeah. nah, don't do that. But like, yeah. I could use uh, some snowboarding gear. But yeah. no, I've yeah. got tons of shit. <laughs> I have worked the system. I've got a ton of swag. There's some cool surf companies that said, yeah, you lost everything in the fire. Take anything you want. From They're just trying to get oh. rid of this clothing and stuff. Hey, and I'm but like, that's really? cool. Nice. Like, you know, yeah. it's going to a good cause. That's, yeah. I think. I love you guys right now. Sincerely. You're supporting me in my victim. Well, no, so I think I, more people should do this. Well, they were, I love Quicksilver for doing this. I'm like, I ne- could never afford the kind of clothes I got yeah. from yeah. losing everything in the fire. Yeah. I'm like, I, this jacket? Go, no, anything you want. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, taking jackets, it's like I've got this looter mentality. And I'm like, I'm yeah. taking everything I right. want. No one, And it's it's okay. It's like I get... It's high. It's like a cocaine rush. It's like, if I go <laughs> right. back, should I go back for another one? Right. I'm going to go back. And you, just, know, you go well and get another one yeah. and you're like, I'm at my car, but yeah. I don't have to leave. I can go back and get more shit. Well, I, and I, I, I support you on that because if my, my thing is um, do what you say and say what you do. Like if someone says, oh, I want to help you. Then let them help you. Really? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. there's nothing wrong with help that. Help me. I, I don't. You know, this <laughs> the, the mentality. Sometimes people get the. Well, I don't. I didn't really mean that. No. If you really, if you yeah. say, "Look, I need some help. Can you help yeah. me out?" Then, then if someone's willing to help you, why not? And not feel guilty mm-hmm. about that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, Good for you. I feel great about everything. Yeah. Well, it's I've been awesome. I, I didn't feel, take anything from anybody. That, 
I'm glad I, that... I uh, used to do stuff like that, but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> we've all... We've talked about this, I think. There's uh, a time when another... I used to take things that did not belong to me. And I would get in people's homes and take their things. Like, oh, like beer steins? Oh. Not beer steins, but beer. Deer? Oh, beer. Beer. Okay, beer. beer. Yeah, alcohol and drugs. With the, and this was like post uh, North Shore and yeah, and post North Shore, <laughs> post Turtle, post Turtle, post, and post Point Break, post Point post Break, Point Break. Yes, I have been guilty of. I was never accused in a court of law, but I have been found guilty of other things. But I, I definitely used to break into houses and steal drugs and alcohol from people that didn't know I was doing it, and right. some from some people that did. I remember someone coming up to me with the phone, looking at me, and the person who owned the house would go, John, could you please get out of my house? Please get yeah. out of my house. And would that work? It did. Yeah. It would work. I would suddenly be overcome with huge feelings of shame, guilt and shame, and like, I'm, in, I'm sick. What, I need help. I desperately need help. I needed help. And I got it in the form of uh, intervention Okay. by the... Um, Los Angeles Police Department. Ah. Yes. And then the L.A. sheriffs who run the county jail. They helped intervene on my behalf by trying to make sure I stayed alive when I was in jail and detoxed me off alcohol. Got it. So, and then they released me into the world, and I was so, I've been sober ever since. How long ago was that? Five years ago. Okay. Congrats. Congrats. That's, That's a big deal. deal. That's crazy. So I, know, I haven't broken into a house and stolen drugs and alcohol in five years. That's a big deal. Pretty awesome. Were Big you? Deal for me. Yeah, so, it should be. Yeah, it right. should be. And yeah. anybody else whose house I used to break into. Sorry. So were you? Were you at uh, Twin Towers? I was. That's a that's a crazy place. You've been there. It's fucking gnarly. Well, I never want to go there again. You know, I used to produce a show called Beyond Scared Straight, which had to do with you know, uh, scaring youths that were like. I know what Scared Straight risk. is. Yeah, but right. I didn't know what Beyond Scared Straight. Well, is. Scared Straight, the original 1978 documentary. And yeah. then they have these programs all across America that, you know, will scare kids into going straight. But Twin Towers, I just did, had done some research on for something else, it was kind of in that world. And I was like, this is not a good place. No. County, LA County. Yeah. I'm ill, you know, I'm an actor. Yeah. I was 50 years old. <clears throat> Any illusion I had of being a tough guy, like in Point Break, I play a tough guy. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I'll like think I'm a tough guy. I'm I'm not. There's guys that really are. Yeah. And uh, a lot of them are there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like it's really it becomes pretty clear. Gangs you know, and drugs and gangs yeah. and drugs yeah. and politics of LA County and and the difference between an inmate and you know a sheriff. Like it's there's wars yeah. going on. Yeah. Everywhere you look, there's there's a war going on, and you gotta. Protect yourself. You got to stay alert. And but uh, I had a great time, actually. To tell you the truth, <laughs> I mean, I, I was scared. I mean, what's not to? I was. Yeah. I got right. scared straight right. by going out. Yeah. That clear. Yeah. That d- disillusioned me of any like right. I, you know alcoholism is no joke. Yeah. And that is exactly where I'll go again if I were to drink and do drugs again. That is, I'll just head right That's down into that place. Yeah. So that disillusioned me of a couple of things. One that I can function in society and drink alcohol or take any kind of drug. Right. And two that I'm a tough guy. I never thought I was a tough guy. I'm a baby. I'm a pussycat, but it's like fucking <laughs> no, gnarly right. in there, man. You don't know you what's gotta, going you, on. You, you yeah. have to. You have to be willing to fight. 
at any anybody at any yeah. time at the best of your ability but at the same time you know if you handle yourself you don't have to but you you will have to do that eventually at a certain point and that's just part of the surviving thing over there but whatever well, you, that sounds like but, stupid i was scared it was gnarly and then i was yeah. bored and then when i got out i'm like i'm never going i never want to go back to jail again i'm never going to jail i'm done yeah. up. that life is it over yeah and that was five years whole ago. Whole new life. That's great. It's five years ago. Change for you. Ew. Yeah, hallelujah. But how do you how do you function in that world while you're withdrawing? From well, that's a good question. L.A. County, because I was addicted to alcohol, which is one of the only substances you can die from withdrawals. Yeah. It is there once they ha- unlike you know the, the recent pedophile who died in custody, federal custody. There's no excuse right. for that. Their job is to protect you and incarcerate you. So L.A. County t- take it pretty seriously. They're like, this. my life was in their hands. They're, they had custody of me. And they right. went, wow, you're addicted to alcohol, which is one of the substances that you die from withdrawing from. I had a seizure in their custody from in a withdrawal. So they gave me drugs, the awesome detox. It's the yeah. cheapest detox. Because yeah. I was going around all these, you know, sober houses saying, hey, I like, you know, I'm addicted to alcohol. I need to get sober. And they're like, well, we don't take your insurance. And it's like 30 oh, grand. God. I was broke. Right. And right. I'm like, fuck. Right. So, but L.A. Oh, man. arrested right. me, put me in jail. And like, they detoxed me by giving me drugs that would calm me and certain vitamins and shit. So that the 15 days I was in county, I was constantly on drugs detoxing from alcohol. When I got out, I was clean. That's, I was yeah, like, that's amazing. It was fucking awesome. It was everything yeah. I wanted. Plus a little yeah. scary experience. Yeah, right. It was awesome. And the scare helped you. Totally scared. Yeah, it yeah. scared you straight. <laughs> scared me straight. Well, scared straight. Scared straight I mean that, that that yeah. thank you for sharing that yeah. with us too. By Anyhow. the way, because you know it's yeah. we're happy to to know that you <laughs> turned that page yeah. uh, and gotten you continue to surf and you're, you're working as a surf instructor, right? <laughs> yeah, when I got out. I had like a year of domestic violence classes to take and um, I had to go to Claire Rehab for a while and then I was kind of homeless. But I have a bunch of friends because I was an actor and I was when I'm not drinking, I'm a pretty nice sociable guy and I've made a lot of – I've done a lot of interesting things. I've made some interesting friends. So I had places yeah. to crash temporarily yeah. until I could get my own place. So yeah, I started teaching surfing again and acting again. I got a couple of movies. Once I got sober, people were like – are you drink? Are you sober? I'm like, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, you, will you do a little thing in this little thing? And I'm like, yep, I'd love to. So I got to work as an actor. It's great. And I get to do these little conventions where you know that used to be triggers. I used to go to these things and mm. I'd start drinking on the airplane, and I'd be drinking when I came back. And I don't remember some of the conventions oh, yeah. I went to, but you know that's not very <laughs> respectful to the fans. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't very respectful. Being a full-blown fractional alcoholic is not a very respectful thing to the people around you. But <clears throat> well, it's, So well, now I go to these conventions, I'm so in love with my co-stars and the yeah. fans and just the experience that you you, you want to meet me? Yeah. I want to meet yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just a wonderful experience, a sh- wonderful sharing thing. But back then I was just fucking so selfish and so just, you know a loner you know just shelled off from other people i couldn't make a connection a real human connection with anyone it didn't matter you know unless they were a drug dealer right yeah right and i could yeah what do i have to do to make you like me enough to give me drugs yeah Yeah. whatever that is well people seem to forget like robert downey jr for example 
you know, yeah, he changed his I, whole life around too. And do like, they forget it? I, th- I think some. No. I think. New- oh yeah, they just think, oh, Iron Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think, he's the guy that breaks into your house yeah, and falls right. asleep in your kids. Same deal. Has yeah. to go to jail and yeah. get scared straight. Yeah, right. yeah. I, he's a great. I love that kid. He's really turned his life around. And he's I doing all right now. That yeah. you are. <laughs> there's a couple actors. Yeah, yeah there, there's yeah. a and there's who are promoting the sobriety thing like that are doing pretty good and it's a beautiful thing you can yeah. you can do that I, I we are firm believers in you know second chances and, and, and making the best out of your life and finding those avenues to change and you know <laughs> I'm glad to hear it because yeah that's great because yeah Hollywood is full of people like that go through the ups and downs of the human experience we yeah. just do it publicly yeah. right. you know there's just the mere you know we're the tip of the iceberg it's right. going on all over the world and totally. people that are judgmental about it. Go, oh, yeah. yeah, my cousin Nick, Mickey, you know, like he's in and out of jail and he just can't stop drinking and stuff. And then you go, yeah, like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, yeah like, well, never mind. But like Robert Downey, like the guy, like <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah. They don't, like, yeah, we're just examples, you know. And then there's guys like Heath Ledger and, and, and who, I mean, I hate that I can't remember this guy's name, but it's he, okay. see, you know, he won an Academy Award for Truman Capote and he's this. Huh? brilliant New York actor and we can't Philip finish Hoffman. Yeah. thank you yeah. then there's all those guys that don't make it yeah right you know and there, it doesn't mean they're not talented or sweet or interesting because some people liked Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. you know loved him yes and loved Heath Heath yeah. you know he did such yeah. great work yeah but he has to die of a drug overdose yeah you know because he's got this disease and to for someone to judge that way like Robin Williams you know we do it in, in public you know and it's we're but we're just the tip of the iceberg. Like no, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely this right. Is, this is a real thing that affects real people, not just actors. And they they also deserve compassion, you know, and help. Well, you I know? think one of the things we we talk about uh, Dustin and I individually as friends, and that there's there's one there's too much negativity in the world. Yeah. And two, there's too much judge people being judgmental. judgmental. Yeah. And and then we're all human. Yeah. You know. And I don't mean this the way it may sound, but we're all plants. We're all different flowers, and they're all different types of flowers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yes, I don't mean that in the in the in the in the uh, sensitive way. I mean that in the literal sense. Like we are all different creatures here, and we're all just trying to figure out our own path and find yeah. the best way to to navigate that and to embrace everybody's differences and right. to acknowledge, like, look. We all do things that we're not proud of. We made mistakes or whatever, but who gives a shit? Like at the yeah. end of the day, you're a good person, and you're that's what matters. Person. Yeah. You're a yeah. person. You're exactly. alive. Yeah. Yes. Life. Yeah. Right. Like Make what, the most of what you you're have. You're alive. Yeah. The, the rarest thing in the universe. Right. Life. And and I was gonna do a really rough segue into a movie, but go ahead. Oh uh, no, I was. You oh, know, we came to talk about movies. Well, no, we came to yeah. talk about everything yeah. because you know what? Be off air, we had said to you that we've had a, a myriad of different types of people on our show. Yeah. And what one of the things we've loved from everybody we've had on our show is talking about adversities and overcoming that. Mm. And how do you find the joy in life? Where do you find your joy in life? What makes you say, this is my bliss? You know. Oh, yeah, I see right? that on the email. Yeah, I, it's, that's a Joseph huge part. Campbell. Joseph Campbell. Yeah, look, and I think that gets misinterpreted all the time. Tell me, what, is it, what does it mean? Well, following your bliss. You know, I think sometimes people say, like, what is bliss being, uh, think, people thinking success, right? How do you measure success? How do you... How do you measure? How do you look at life and say this is a good thing? People equate bliss with success. I think sometimes, yeah. As opposed to like, because I feel like bliss is kind of like a 
could be like a spiritually hooey kind of a word. If yes. you know, if you were going to say, "Oh, follow your beliefs," like, "Oh, that's great," but like, I live in the real world, so what does that mean? And so, right. So, like, there's a lot of different ways to interpret. Totally. You know, your joy or follow what makes you happy versus, yeah. Uh, yeah. Being well, are you the best of which uh, of the group? You know, is that what it is? Like that? Yeah. That's not what it is to me. Yeah, you know dad what I'm saying? Voice in your head. Yeah, hmm. bad dad. I'm. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> Who's the leader in your group? We're all leaders, Dad. <laughs> He's gonna chew on that. For a while. We're all leaders in We're this life. We're all leaders, Dad. But bliss to me feels like doing the things that bring you ultimate joy. It's not like how do you measure success? Are you following your bliss right now? Do you find joy in your life? Is that a serious question? It is. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm being I mean, serious. I understand. I love yeah. Joseph Campbell. I love reading all his books, and and I love that concept of following your bliss. But you're right. Like some people go fucking L.A. Yeah, follow yeah. your bliss. I mean, he wasn't from L.A., but it's like people look at L.A. like, oh, I you know act what actors say. Oh, this is just great. You know, I just you know I have a. This personality, if I were to say like, oh, I am, you know, bliss can almost sounds like blessed too. Sometimes I'll have mm-hmm. an issue with that. It's like, oh, I'm just yeah. blessed. Yeah, I'm blessed. Like, yeah. I'm so blessed. Like, I, I got paid to take this beautiful girl surfing today. And then I'm going to go do a movie. And I think it's fun. I mean, it's not for everybody, but I got a job. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're paying me to do a movie. And now I'm going to go to Switzerland and hike around the Alps. I'm just following my bliss. I just love acting and surfing and beautiful women and going to Switzerland. I'm so blessed. <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking bad. Yeah, right. it does. Right. There, there yes. is. Right. I don't like. Right. You know, there's a lot of negativity in the world, but that ultra positive LA. You know, overheard LA. Like, yeah. I don't know whether to go shopping or see my therapist. You just want to go. Oh, hey, for the person <laughs> follow yeah, your right. bliss. I mean, right. I go shopping or see your therapist, but yeah. they're both fucking lucky <laughs> yeah i mean totally so i know how lucky i am i am so lucky to be able yeah just to be able to do what i'm doing right now talking to you i'm having survived this weird yes. ass life yes follow you know my dad used to go when are you gonna grow out of this surfing thing because mm. he's a businessman yeah you know? i'm like right. never he goes what do you mean you want to be an actor i mean seriously right you're studying theater at usc I mean, when you graduate, I'm not supporting you. I know. What are you going to fall back on? My ass. Okay. But, I mean, I'm just lucky that I ever got a job. And, you know, when I... I used to... This is a weird segue. But I used to... My... Mine, my... this The guy that went to jail used to resent Hollywood as this institution that didn't appreciate me Mm. because I thought I deserved more. Now, this guy, five years out of jail, is grateful to Hollywood for the opportunities it gave me in life. Whereas I met a bunch of people I love. I I feel like I got lucky. I I love the little things I got to do. And I'm talking about them. What is not to feel grateful about that? I mean, what is not that? I mean, I do. But some people could be like, so like, they could look at me as, how can you be happy? Mm. I mean... You blew it. I mean, you you could have had the world, but you 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 don't. But like, do you look at it like that? No, yeah, I'm just projecting on some people yeah, yeah. like that that, right. that 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 bad dad you were talking the about. Bad dad, you know, yeah. like the bad dad is like. Yeah. So what do you have to show for it? Exactly. I was in thirty movies. Well, what do you have to show for it? Yeah. What do you have to right. show for it? 
<laughs> they're just, just right. their people are so interesting. They they can come at life from so many different directions. Totally, totally. I was at a party once. I was talking to these two girls, and one of the girls goes, "So why am I talking to you?" Oh, oh. <laughs> fuck, jeez, yeah, seriously. <laughs> But there's men that that, right. to, that come at life from that angle too. Yeah, like, totally, what do you have yeah. to show for it? Exactly. Right. How can what, so? Why are you happy? How do you yeah. how do you man right. how do you manage to be right. happy? You're happy. Yeah. What are you happy about? Right. Like what you drive a Lexus SUV? It's 20 years old. Oh my god! It's used. Why are you so? Where do you live? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like how? And I'm just thinking. Wow. I'm fortunate in that I don't feel I can't even relate to that way of thinking but I come across it well you don't roll in those circles too. I don't roll in those yeah. circles because at this stage of the game why would you why would you want to roll it's in terrible. that circle but what yeah. it, what is it about that 20 year old why am I talking to you that feels that need right <laughs> so, to, to do that well I, I don't know I mean so, I've seen him I went to I, I went to USC I joined a fraternity just to see how yeah, the other, yeah. I knew that I wasn't that kind of a guy yeah. I was a punk rock kid and yeah. was full punk rock surfer punk rock guy and I I'm gonna join a fraternity my dad's like what are you doing that for they're gonna haze you I'm like oh they don't haze they said they don't haze anymore okay he's like okay Okay. They do, but right. okay. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I met no, some no, of those no. guys. And I went. There are people too. You can't judge yeah. a book by its cover. You're I right. met some nice, You're some right. nice people. Yeah. Some but nice frat guys. I did. They're, they do exist. But I did. <laughs> I did come across the people that would look. So how do you get a job? You know, like I go. Well, you go in and you just talk about, you know, your your life, and then you read, a, and they and whether they like your character or not. I go. How do you get a job? And I go. Well, I just go into the room and I just tell the guy I'll do anything. I and I will do anything to make money. Mm. 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 he was a fraternity brother and right. I went wow that's how they right. live yeah right but in the 80s that was a very big thing too like yeah. that was you know, yeah. well, I'm, I'm sure he made, like sure made a fortune yeah, yeah you could throw a rock if you, right. you're like I'll do anything to make money it's like right. here's a million dollars money <laughs> yeah you would like yeah. they're just throwing darts and making millions <clears throat> yeah yeah and he I'm sure he did are you yeah. from LA uh, originally by the way mm, sort of I mean I moved down my I was born in Northern California okay and I, my dad moved down to Southern California when I was in third grade. So I was I grew up in Palos Verdes, which is a really nice place, but it's just a suburb where we never went into the city until um, we grad till we went to our prom in 1978. I went to the prom in L.A. at the Beverly Wilshire or whatever, and I came back to my dad's house in Palos Verdes. It's like an hour and a driver, and I went, Dad, there, I went to this place yesterday where there's buildings. That you can work in these those buildings, those tall buildings, like what you work in, and then there's houses right near them, so you could like live in a house that's got a lawn and everything, and then you could walk over to the building where you work. I mean, I was so provincial, I was so naive. Yeah, I mean, embarrassingly naive. But I, to me, I think it's hysterical. He goes, "You mean like Beverly Hills?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's where it was." He goes, "Yeah, I don't want to live in Beverly Hills. I want to get out here." Like. It's okay, a level, it's he's a driving. A, he's driving an hour to and from work every day, and wow. like, uh, I, and I went into the city one time yeah. as a senior in high school, and just went, Dad, yeah, you don't have yeah. to drive anymore. <laughs> yeah. They got buildings and houses. <laughs> you can work. Dad. You can work right next to where you live. Right. You can. It's like they got the uh, the tall ones with the things. There so you go good. in. Totally. I I remember going to my dad's work. I when I went then I I transferred to USC so that I because I knew I wanted to be a work in TV and film and whatever. Film. Yeah. Yeah. I had to live in a city. I'd never lived in a city before. And I was like, I'm going to see if I can handle it. <laughs> and I, I ended up falling in love with it. I became just a total city 
freak, you know, a disco dummy, a club city freak. And you all became I did a was, disco duck? I did. Yeah. All I did was go to two clubs and cities, and from that point on, I just went to New York. I just was a city dweller. Yeah. I'm not anymore, but I did. I, got, I went through that stage. I remember going yeah. to my dad's office at Cal Fed across from the museum and I was in my pajama bottoms. I was do, I was working as an actor in the 80s. I was on fire. I was so lucky. I'm just like, la-di-da, I'm in my pajamas. It's 11. My dad's like, I don't know how I feel about the pajamas guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's okay, man. I'm a working actor. When God, you, what a fucking uh, asshole. When it's all right, Dad. It's cool. It's cool, man. This is what people who come to L.A. to see me, they come to L.A. to see people like me. Right. That was my attitude. Yeah. No, you can hold up traffic. That's why they're here. They're there. They wanted to see me. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? What? A, <laughs> Where what, a, is what that? an ego rub? Where though? do you get that from? Right. What an ego rub for you though, because it's like, wait, no, people are coming to see me for what I give them. I give them pleasure. Right. Was that how? Did you view it that pleasure. way? Or? I mean, yeah. I was in so. I had a. I went through a time in my youth when I was very spoiled and I was very naive yeah. and very kind of delusional, and I thought that people that came to LA it was their pleasure and privilege yeah to see me yeah cross the street and that attitude is cringeworthy yeah, i mean yeah. i'm right. i'm only telling you that because i see it now and i go fuck i remember being right. that way to a guy who's because I work now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, there was a time when I was like acting. I mean, I'm taking acting class and I'm working in movies, and I'm t my acting class is as important to me as my movies. Yeah. And right. and my agent's like, he's working every day, going, well, we want you to go up for this thing. I go, I can't have class. Yeah, yeah but this thing is a job. I go, hey, yeah. I take my acting class very yeah. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it was like you're wearing I'm, the pajamas still. Yeah, I'm wearing my pajamas. <laughs> like, I'm with your, like, um, yeah. you know, it's funny like, rabbit slippers. I can just if I, I just I've seen guys like me. I remember when I was working on Point Break or North Shore. I, it was Point Break. Okay, you have a Bodie shirt on. I do. Am I talking too much? No, you. No, no, this, this is, is this is this conversation is this. phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know about it's that. Phenomenal. But I just remember I had done I had done North Shore in Hawaii. And it was an epic experience. We can talk about it as much as you want. Yeah. And I learned. And you work with the same people when you go back in this little island of Oahu. Now I'm doing Point Break. And I'm over on Oahu. And I see the same crew and people. And I'm, I'm watching Brian Kailana who trained me how to teach. To just train. He's the ocean patrol guy. Water, Hawaiian water patrol guy. Brian Kailana. And I see him going over to get a tent. To move a tent 20 yards to cover up some actors who are standing in the sun. And I went, oh, I'm going to help. Yeah. Anything I can do to help. He All he does is he takes care of these stupid actors when they come to Hawaii so yeah, they don't yeah. hurt themselves. So I'm like, oh, I, 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 this guy saved my life a bunch of times in the water. So I'm carrying this tent and we're, I go, where are we going? He goes, we're just going to go over there and put it over there. And I look over there and I see some fucking kook from Hollywood smoking a cigarette at the beach with a cowboy hat on. Yeah, yeah. And we are going to walk in the sun sweating to put this tent over there. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, I fucking hate these guys. How yeah. does he yeah. do it? That's right. that's right. me. That was right. me. I mean, yeah. Right. And I'm putting this tent around these people and looking at them. They're like, uh huh. They didn't say thank you or anything. No, they're just because they not. don't. Yeah. So it was my it was my privilege. Yeah. To carry this right. tent yeah. and place it over them so that the sun didn't. Yeah. I while totally they were smoking. That. Yep. So I, I just I remember seeing life from a different angle. Yeah. And when that happened to me, 
I'm, you're never, you can never go back. No, you can it, never go right. back. Yeah, I, I, uh, I worked on a pueblo in Taos, New Mexico, and I helped set up the powwow one summer. And and meanwhile, you know, I'm building this thatch roof, and there's tourists coming in, you know, and they're talking to everybody and being really condescending and just, you know. Um, uh, I hate American. You know what I'm saying? I and, do. And and so and it was so embarrassing for me because I was like, "You're a reflection of me," and this is I don't want to be that guy, right? Because I related, you know, you being an actor and being on set, and and but you're at the same time you you weren't doing this to get a rub, right? You weren't helping out your buddy to, with the tent, going, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be tight with the locals right. now." Yeah. I wasn't doing that either. You're just doing it because. This is what you do, right? Yeah. But then you start wanting to so disassociate with certain types of people. You know, I totally get that. Yeah. So that yeah. was well, that was Point Break, right? Yeah, it was like it might even have been after Point Break. Okay. You know, where I, I did a couple other like TV movies and stuff over on the North Shore, where I would be working on a thing, but I would I would be working with the same people, and yeah. I would just be like, uh, when I see those guys run down to do something, I just see if I can jump in yeah. because yeah, they've yeah. been up great. Of great service to me. I get it. And yeah, yeah. in the defense of the smoking, <laughs> actor, smoking cowboy, smoking cowboy. <laughs> it's really you don't. That's Burt Reynolds. You wasn't really it? don't know until you know. You know, it's like it's hard to. Right. No, you're right. right. You're right. I mean, you really like. I remember people saying, "John, I think you have a problem." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. You're. Don't worry about it. You're right where you should be, bro." Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. so arrogant no, and so right. condescending and so so ignorant about. A bigger picture just focused and you know yeah. it's possible that people that are that way need to have those blinders on to do what they're doing but you look at when someone grows up and you look at these real professionals and you're like wow they're they totally get it i did not yeah. get it yeah. that's why i probably i'm not on a show or doing a thing because i did not get it yeah i was just someone just right. i just was like flailing but i had no clue how long were um when you were doing north shore you, how long were you there on the island? <clears throat> Let's see. I we I think it was a six week shoot. Okay. And that, but I stayed when they left, and I cut all my blonde hair off, and I stayed in Surf Pipeline, and then they called and said, "Hey, we need to do some reshoots. We oh, no, we need a couple of reshoots." And I went, "I cut all my hair off." And they're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You need so they flew me back to LA to make a wig. They made a wig, and then they flew us all back to Hawaii. They made this wig." And there are times when it literally in the same scene, one scene, it's my hair. And the next scene, I'm wearing a wig. I'm 20 pounds heavier and I have a sty in my eye. <laughs> I noticed the sty. The sty and the, you don't notice the 20 pounds? No, and I didn't notice and the, the wig, wig Oh, I've watched that movie probably, I probably watched that movie 50 times and I never airport, noticed that. Airport scene, wig, sty, wig. Wow. Like, I'm a, an actor, so I noticed like, that's 12, that's 20 pounds, right? No, it's probably 10. It's probably only 10, but no. yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, the sty and the wig are for real. I noticed the sty, and I think I might have mentioned that on our, on our, when we recorded the podcast, maybe, maybe not, but, but, and, and nothing remember. else. And that speaks, I love that scene, by the way, because um, I get yeah. so choked up over it. He talks about it all the time. I talk, and specifically. the airport scene every time. Every time. Doesn't and, matter where we are. And it's because doing. of you. It's the face yeah. you make. Yeah. And there's, and the, when Matt Adler says, you know, I'll be back. And and you hug Nia, Nia Peebles and you make this like smile like you're like you're about to cry and I feel I get choked out. Oh, that's great. Yeah, beautiful to hear. Yeah, that, I I fell. I love Matt Adler, you know, and we, I really f kind of 
grew to love him in that in that movie, and now we're like best friends. Oh, that's great. And that mo- scene was shot with two different actresses. Yeah. And by the time I shot that scene with Nia, I fucking loved her too. Yeah. Because she's just got it in spades, you know, like she's just lovable. She gets it. She looks at you. She knows. She knows what's going on, and so that that was really the end of of that character's arc in that movie and I just didn't know what was going to happen but I, I it was an improv it wasn't like scripted or anything well it, it's it, just it, how I felt because those actors because yeah. that's and that's that's why you liked it yeah because all of us were so young and sincere it, no one was cynical yeah. no. no one was right. no one was sarcastic we were being very that was a sincere movie I think that's why people like it it was the chance of a lifetime I'm going to Hawaii to surf the big waves from North Shore <laughs> I may not make it, but I gotta try. That turned into the time of his life. This is the North Shore. I think, even more specifically, I mean, I think, I think you, and I'm not blowing smoke. You are the best part of that movie. And yeah, and and it really it has a lot to do with what you're talking about, where you're you're very authentic, mm. and you're a real person, and you're experiencing, you know, like we could argue, and we did sort of argue, <laughs> that Matt's character Rick Kane is kind of a big douche, <laughs> and doesn't really deserve like half of the things that happen to him. Like there's no reason for this guy to come from Arizona, and like you basically guide him into this world, and then he just see you later, turtle, and you're like. <laughs> You know, and it's like, and it's crazy. And then you're like, well, no one listens to me and I'm giving out all this advice and I'm like a real person. And so we, we as the audience experience the entire movie through you. And I think that's something that we as kids did not, you know, so we rewatched this and I was like, man, like this is turtle. This is a turtle. This is all about turtle. Like this whole thing. And, you know, Rick finally gets it in the end or whatever. He gives you his, uh, yeah, Turtle made this. But you're like, come on, man. Like you've just had the best time of your entire fucking life. And like you didn't. You know, where were you two weeks ago? Three weeks? You've been training with fucking Chandler, Gregory Harrison's character, for the entire fucking summer. <laughs> we don't know exactly how long it's been, but we can assume it's been. Yeah, a long I think time. we kind of we tried it's to... the entire fucking summer, and then you're finally at the end, like, oh hey turtle, uh, you want to come out for like this last night? I'm leaving tomorrow or whatever. But like, yeah, <laughs> you, you deserve. You deserve this. And here's this hot chick. <laughs> yeah, here's this hot chick. Can you bring her to the airport for me? Like, you bring Nia Peoples to the airport for him. Like, he doesn't give a shit about anybody. So, like, yeah. that's, that was my big takeaway. Like, I'm like, this is oh this is a turtle. Like, turtle's humanity in this is unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm laughing so hard because I have to, you know, like, I love, look, it says happy Bodhi Day. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's our son. My, our son's that name is Bodhi. Our son's name is Bodhi. Yeah. God. It's really deep. I, I, um, look at all those kids. Are they all related? Yeah, you're staring those at that. Family, you're staring at our fridge with all the photos. Yeah, it's <laughs> our, all our family photos. And not that I'm trying to change yeah. the subject. No, 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 I mean, it's all I, good. I, I love where I was in that movie and I love those people and that, that, how my, you know, how that worked out. Yeah. And I loved hearing what you just had to say. I never, I never think about it that way. But other people that think about movies, have the freedom to think about it that way and I've heard some things that are absolutely hysterical Matt is an and Gregory Harrison you know we're just playing the lines that yeah yeah, I'm not digging on them as people I know I know I've had people say things like that 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 are just hysterically funny when they break down the movie and I 
you know, have to be careful what I say because course, I don't yeah. want to sound like, I mean, I just, I couldn't have done that without him. Yeah. And, and there's this company right. called Listen. And they, they're a website and they sell products that are based on the North Shore. But Listen to Turtle is the full name of it. Oh. And they've got like. Oh, my God. I know. It's um, ListenToTurtle.com? Yeah. Check it out. Okay. Listen to Turtle. And yeah. they are fans of the 80s movie. Yeah. And they, I, and they live up in Ventura. I have no stake in it. But they use a picture of my face as their logo. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And it's Listen and Listen to Turtle. And they've started oh. this whole online community of fans of that 80s movie. Cool. And they said, when they said, like, you know, I've... I go, that fucking shirt with my face on it is awesome. I go, oh, what's your address? You know, they'll send me some, like, and I'm like, Oh, more free stuff. (laughs) Yeah, free stuff. Free stuff. Free stuff. I'm all about the free stuff. Come on, free stuff. But I remember saying, when they're going, they had a similar feeling as you had about the movie. They feel the same way. Yes. And I said, okay, well, you know, that's great. Thank you. I'm, I'm honored. I could never have done what I did without how I felt about Matt Adler and Matt Adler's work and Gregory Harrison's work and Nia Peoples' work in yeah. that film. As yeah. actors, as people, sure. as people, we were, they were filming us, we were right. people. And so when you do this website, which refers to the film and uses pictures and scenes from it as it applies to things that are happening now, like Kelly Slater's Wave Pool and things. Oh, cool. I go, just, I don't want to be... Even though it's listen to Turtle, I don't want to be the focus. I want all the other actors like Rocky and the kids and Jerry Lopez, yeah. as long as you'll yeah. use them as well. Yeah, right. Oh, cool. Because we yeah. all did this thing together. Ohana. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's an Ohana. It was right. definitely a group. But but uh, I don't know if that makes me sound like I'm trying to be cool or something. But no, I love what you no. said. They said this, a similar thing. That's just the way that worked out. I've had people go, yeah, John, you're like you, everyone else is just playing these straight characters, you right. know, in this unrealistic yeah. Hollywood formula. And you're just fucking acting up a storm, yes, you know, yes. in a wig. Yes. And you got dyed, you know, hair. And you're like fucking acting up a storm. And it's. You know they're they're kind of making fun of me and complimenting me at the same time. I'm like I'm no. steal, stealing. You're standing. You're stealing scenes, making faces behind these other guys that are just playing it straight. At a boy, John. Even with, even with that, <laughs> even with that great alien mask on your face too. And, yeah. Uh, no, you know I think that that was well. What we were ta- talking about was how everybody plays their part so well in that movie, and 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 everybody is integral to the movie yeah. for who they are. You were the anchor, I think, for everything. In our opinion, um, revolving yeah. and sincerely, I mean that. And because, you know, we equated it. In a, and Dustin made a really good point. He's like, this is kind of in a way like the Karate Kid of surf movies, and in in the way that you know Daniel is on this journey, right? And Matt Adler's character was a little bit different because he kind of came in with this cocky, you know, hey, I won this wave tank. I won this contest at the wave tank in Arizona. Wave tank, North Shore, same thing. Right, yeah. You know, and he goes to Arizona. Yeah. So it's a coming-of-age film, too, because in, in, as in a coming-of-age film, you get reality checked. And like, wait, no, dude. You don't just come in here and think you're the king shit. And not like he had that ego, per se, but he definitely had to roll with the waves, in, 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 literally and figuratively, but you were that character who was like, you're such a genuinely good person, yeah. the character in the movie. And it was such a refreshing thing because you pop up, you know, and Chandler's like, no, all right, I'm going to take my buddy out surfing. And you're like, wait, what? I, you know, I'm right here. <laughs> and I think a lot of people can relate to yes. that in a way. And I think yes. that's what we talk about because yes. we yes. overanalyze yeah. in a good way. Yeah. This The whole point of our podcast is a lot of these movies you talked about, whether it be 
you know, a big blockbuster Academy Award winning film or some film that was shot on $7,000, it, if it resonates with you, it's important. Yeah. And it, it who cares about what other people think? If you right, love no. it, that's what matters, right? right? Yes. Some people and love McDonald's hamburgers. True that? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And just like yeah. you said with the guy with the cigarette and the cowboy hat, you don't know what world he's going through in his mind, right? And we don't know what impact a certain film is going to have on somebody. That's why when when someone says, oh, my favorite movie is blah, 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 I don't shit on that. Right. Because, it, hey, legit, if that's the what you, how you feel about the movie, Billy Madison, yeah. sure, go for it, you know? Uh, I, I dated a girl once, and I, I, I was a big movie, really kind of a movie nerd for a while. And she goes, I said, what's your favorite movie? And you she goes, were a nerd movie well, nerd? Well, I, I was a little more critical, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And she uh, goes, "She goes, well, my favorite movie is Billy Madison. I'm like, hmm. Oh, <laughs> really? Because I like Forrest Gump, too. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Right. What do you think about Shawshank Redemption? I never saw that. Yeah. Oh. I'm a movie nerd. Yeah. Can you say that? Yeah. Do you not understand what I'm saying? So, anyways, <laughs> uh, but, but so when you talked about the okay, so I was uh, my wife and I got married in Oahu. Oh, uh, in front of uh, Chinaman's Hat and, mm. uh, and beautiful, and it was. I mean, we've she's got family there and the whole deal, and and so Hawaii really resonates with us, and and I have a really strong connection as she, she more so than me. Um, but like there, there, there's really a, a piece of North Shore that I feel like is uh, connected to. But you, your pigeon, because because we both being voice actors and we do impressions and whatnot, and my pigeon is terrible, and I would never do it uh, publicly because I don't want to offend anybody. But your pigeon is so. I mean, can you talk a little bit about that? I can say that my pigeon is terrible too now. I mean, I could never do it publicly. Someone go, what is that, New York? Or like, what do you, that's like the Bronx? Or I couldn't ever do it again. I mean, unless I mm. went back there and hung out in that park. But the way I got to that place yeah. was being an actor, kind of a mimic at the time when I was into it, is that I rented a house at Pipeline where John John Florence lives now. And before John John Florence lived there, Jamie O'Brien lived there. And before Jamie O'Brien lived there, I lived there during the filming of North Shore. God, that's a great lineage for me. But anyway, wow, it's right cool. It's right at Aokai Beach Park, and we filmed a ton yeah. right there, and the trailers would set up right there. They had me in Turtle Bay, where the hotel is, where everybody, all the actors live, but I was like, I think I can, I can live at this location for less. It was one of the smartest things I've ever done. So I moved over there, and I also, when I got picked up at the airport to go do the movie, this kid picked me up, Brian, his name's Brian King, and he was getting you know bags and he's, I go are you the guy he's driving me home and I'm like are you the guy this part is based on he's like yeah and I'm like <laughs> so I'm playing you he's like yes I know. and I'm like dude you're living with me from now on oh, like, oh, like oh, I right. like and so he moved in with me you know and he he went over that script with me and I would have him repeat sentences over and over uh. like what what does it mean? You know, he had to explain things to me because oh, that character had a very unusual way of talking. Yes. And so I would have him, the source material, plus I would hang out in the park at Aokai, which is just local Hawaiian bodyboarders, you know, and surfers just talking shit, you know, young kids and old kids. Just I would just be sitting there, this creepy white guy, you know, sitting by himself in a <laughs> fake tan and a blonde wig just like – What's up with the uncle sitting over there like in a fucking rooster head guy? But but I would just sit there and listen and try to blend in, you know, and just listen, 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 listen. And then Brian, like, say this again, say this again, say this one more time. Okay, I'm going to go do it. And then I'd go shoot it and come back. I go, how is that? 
He goes, nah. uh, <laughs> it wasn't as good as yesterday or something. Like, <laughs> you weren't, you're not really doing as well as you did in that first scene. Okay, thanks. What can I do differently? Yeah. No, I, he just he just helped me very much. Brian King, he still lives over there. He's an interesting artist. Oh, that's so cool. Fascinating, dude. Yeah, you embody that character. Live with that guy. <laughs> this is a great story, Live by the way. That that's amazing. And so, but now you're saying, well, yeah, you, you, you embody Turtle, but when you step away for, I don't know, however many years ago that was. Obviously, 30. That's a trip. 30 years ago. That's a trip. Yeah, lots changed yeah. in that time. But you went from that to such a prolific, in my opinion, you were saying, yeah, you had so many movies during that time that were just coming out and, and, and so many different characters. Uh, I really like The New Kids with James Spader, which I think is an underrated kind of thriller. They are brother and sister alone. And said Mac and Mom are dead. Killed in a car crash. On their own. Without parents. Without friends. Trying to make it in a new town. Something bothering you, cousin? No. Nothing ever bothers me. Facing a dangerous new enemy. I can get it. Says who? Says me and 50 bucks. A gang that will stop at nothing to add one new word to their lives. Terror. You think we ought to light ourselves a little fire? No! You want crazy? Well, I'll show you crazy. the director of the original Friday the 13th comes a new ticket to terror striking back you want crazy well I'll show you crazy oh, I love that movie I not I, I love working on that movie I love working with Jimmy Spader and Eric Stoltz and Lori Laughlin. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I recently found a picture of my character Gideon like holding her and laughing yeah. while she's you know and it's I'm like photo. post yeah, because <laughs> that's so classic. I remember as- asking the the director, Sean Cunningham, and yeah. the, then the DP, I'm like, because at the time I was a very pretentious young actor. I was like, why did you hire her? Boy, mm. often. Yeah. And he goes, because she looks good from every angle. Mm. I've never forgotten that answer. And I just was like, gross like but now i totally get it yeah. if an actor looks good from every yeah. angle it makes it much easier on the director and the editor because people are, some people are just looking at the, the symmetry of the face and how uh, light refracts right. off the different angles of the you know yeah that's their job that's not my job my time my job at the time was like had nothing to do with what i looked like you know but i say that but at the same time i'm like not eating and doing sit-ups and push-ups and curls so yeah it had something to do with what right. i did yeah. right. <laughs> well <laughs> like oh fuck like yeah all these act they just give a shit about what the girls look like you know i'm like can i take my shirt off in this scene 
No. Uh, John is doing crunches <laughs> while he's describing yeah. that scene just for you, for you listeners out there. Yeah. Which is There's pretty... listeners out there? Yeah. I, I hope totally so. forgot least, about that. I hope so. I forgot <laughs> about that. Well, we yeah. are, we're a brand new podcast, so we're just kind of, we're hoping that we attract, you know, with, with, with no, that. We're, we're the number one 80s podcast. If we say it, it's oh true. Oh my God, that's <laughs> awesome. We're the number one 80s Belief podcast. Is a powerful that, thing. Absolutely. I'm uh, so I'm talking. Uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm doing an interview right now. It's the number one '80s Nem- podcast manifestation. Number one '80s podcast in the in the world. In the world, this in is the, the number one yeah. '80s podcast in the world. Look, I'm from the '80s. Yeah, yeah. in the '80s, and you were lo- and you were loved by the '80s. They're loved 80s. by the ladies. I love the '80s. I love the ladies, and I love the <laughs> '80s, and I was loved by the ladies in the '80s. You. <laughs> Is your wife still here? She is. She's reading some book. I'm sure she is. A logistics question for you. Anything. When they said, you know, for the reshoots, right? Yes. And you had shaved your head or whatever. Yes. Was there something in their contract that said, like, don't shave your head because in case there's reshoots? That seems weird. There wasn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's wrap on principal right. photography. So I'll see you guys be... later. I'm, hey, you guys, I'm right. going to stay here. Yeah, right. okay. You got a ticket. You can just change it. Okay, good. You, you got to take care of yourself now. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. I okay. just stay there and surf pipe. Stay cut my a... hair off, surf pipe right, line. Of so that makes it. sense. Like, hey, John, course, my yeah. agent's like, they're yeah. gonna, they need to do reshoots on the North Shore. I want you to talk to the production manager. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're coming over. Where are you? I go, I'm still here. Yeah. Okay, we're well, good. We're gonna come over Great. and do reshoots. But, but I cut off, but I shaved my head. Yeah. They're like, are you, f- yeah. That's tough. Yeah. But Point Break, for example, yeah. Finnish principal photography. Patrick goes and does a movie in India plays a doctor in India. Keanu goes and does a movie with Sandy about a bus speed. Oh, heard about it? Yeah. They cut his... With cut, Sandy? Yeah. Cuts on his fucking... Cuts. So, yeah. So he... Um, shaved his head? Yeah. Shaved his head. Mm-hmm. And now he's yeah. um, a movie star. Right. And Patrick, while he's... Uh, his hair grows... I don't know what, what, what... Did he look... I don't know what... I can't... For I'm the, getting this wrong. The doctor film? Yeah, in India, and it was bitching. But yeah. this is, and they're like, we need to do reshoots on Point Break. We need to do this scene. We need to reshoot the last scene in the movie. Oh no! Oh. Yeah, the scene with the with the supposed yeah. to be Bell's Beach. Right. Yeah. If you'll notice, they're they're yeah. totally their hair's different. Yeah. Yeah. They've done yeah. different movies. This is six right. months. This is a movie under their belts later. Right. Yeah. In that time, Ghost came out, yeah. and Patrick Swayze went from. That guy was famous. Now he's doing this action film with Keanu Reeves, who's was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> yeah, right. But after he finished Karen that, Hood. they said he did pretty good in this surf movie. And then he went to India and did this movie. Oh, Ghost came out with Demi Moore. Patrick Swayze's now the number one box office draw in the world at the time. Right. Wow. City Patrick, of, we City need of to joy. do City of Joy. City of Joy. Yes. Patrick, we need to do research. That's cool. Yeah, it's six hundred thousand dollars an hour. Now that's my rate, you know. Like I'd be happy to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need it, you know. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Shanu has happy. done Speed. Yeah, it's like you're a movie star. Yeah, I am. Like so, it's like <laughs> right. these two movie stars meet back after you know in a different situation. It costs them fortune to shoot that scene. Yeah. Wow, but they're awesome in it. Yeah, and they're back in those characters. I love that last scene of Point Break so much. The ultimate rush. There's nothing that comes close to it. Not even sex. We are the ex-president. Total commitment. It's a real thin line between life and death. 
such a yeah. fun movie and and i love he's not <laughs> right. I, yeah people often say they're no, like keanu has long hair patrick has short hair yeah, yeah. in the movie keanu right. was an right. fbi agent right. with short hair right yeah now it's grown out right. and and patrick had short hair because he played a doctor in india yeah oh fuck yeah it's crazy <laughs> and obviously you shot all your own scenes with the surfing and, me yeah uh, i i don't have a surfing double but there's a guy fucking awesome surfer whose claim to fame is being my surf double in Point Break. Wow. Really? Is that a is that an obnoxious thing to say? Is no. that a very overheard LA thing? Well, to you are say? smoking a cigarette and wearing a cowboy hat right now. So. Yes. Yeah. And I you was. look like his, Burt Reynolds. I could so. put that hat on. <laughs> but and his, his, his claim to fame and like he's also like is he a I was man? John I was John Philbin's right. surf double in Point Break. And, and what and does I'm he like, do now? People that know me, he's a surfer. Yeah. Oh, okay. People who know me, he's a surfer. And people, but but he gets around. Okay. I, everybody I know has met this guy. Okay. He's a gnarly dude. And he did play. He did do some surfing for Point Break before I I was working on a movie called Dillinger at the time yeah. in Milwaukee. And when I and they were doing this pre Point Break second unit surfing shit stuff. Yeah. That I wasn't in town for. Yeah. And he. Was my character Nathaniel in the water, surfing, as Nathaniel? Mm-hmm. He's a pro surfer. He's an amazing athlete. This this guy, but he's met every one of my friends in Mexico or Hawaii or somewhere. He's like, yeah, I'm Don Philbin. I was this, I was a stunt double in Point Break. Mm-hmm. Like for who? Jim wow. Carrey's yeah. like, well, I for because jo- I know John's a really good friend of mine, and I think he did his own surfing in that movie. Right. I mean, that guy's probably heard that 10 right. times. Like, oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I worked on it. You know, and people like people come to me like, because I met the guy that right. did your surf surfing in that yeah. movie, your stunt surfing. I was like, I did my surfing yeah. in the movie. There's not one scene of someone surfing 
It has my cowboy hat. Let's go. That looks yeah. great. How's great. my cowboy hat? And the cigarette. The cigarettes. How's the cigarette? Yeah, I'm going to move it. Yeah, get that tent over me, <laughs> guys. I'm fucking burning yep. in the sun. I hate you guys. I can't afford to get when this skin. No. Don't even, don't, hey. don't even speak. Save your voice, your energy. Thank you. Where's the locals the to? This How's podcast? that get tent that coming, tent guys? Oh, my God. <laughs> God, so, God, I did it. I got there. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna segue from cowboy hats to tombstone, but um, mm. and you had a fun time on that movie. <sighs> what a group of actors that was, man! It was a place where a man could start over, where a fortune could be made. They say every town has a story. Tombstone as a legend. Who is he? That's Wider. Better name for himself as a peace officer. I heard of you. I'm retired. You must be Doc Holliday. You retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. Hollywood Pictures presents. The only real law around here is the Cowboys. The story of Wyatt Earp. The first time in our lives we got a chance to stop wandering and finally be a family. Now this is trouble we don't need. If we're going to have a future in this town, it's got to have some law and order. What do you want, Ringo? I want your blood. I want your soul. I want them both right now. You shot your brother. Now the time has come for justice. Guess maybe you better swear me in. And he has to live up to his reputation. You got a fight coming. I'll be there! One last time. None of your problem, Doc. You don't have to mix up in this. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. In a battle. The last charge of Wyatt Earp and his immortals. At the OK Corral. Oh my God. The West would never forget. Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Dana Delaney, Powers Booth, Michael Bean, Bill Paxton, Jason Priestley, Sam Elliott, and Charlton Heston. You tell him I'm coming, and hell's coming with me! Justice is coming to Tombstone. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you've worked with some amazing people. Yeah, I mean, I was on. I Equally. I got offered that part by Kevin Jarrett, who wrote this and was the original director. He got fired and replaced by George Cosmatos. But I remember going to Arizona and doing a table read, mm-hmm. going, "I just got this part." I hadn't worked at anything in like a while, a year. Okay. I'm like, my agent's like, hey, you got an offer for a part in a, in a thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. A Western? Yeah, Tombstone. You're playing Tom McClowry. I'm like, it goes, it's Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxson. I'm like, fucking awesome. I go, <laughs> yeah. I, I go, what's the part? He goes, he's just, he's a cowboy, you know, and he gets killed in the OK Crawl. I'm awesome. As long as I don't have to fucking like crawl through the mud or something, yeah. crying. I fucking got the script. I swear to God, the, the character crawls through the mud no. and dies, crying and 
It was the weirdest thing. But they wow. that they didn't make it into the movie. But I was like, can I shoot the scene where I can crawl through the mud crying and die? <laughs> Maybe second unit. But. Can I have it for my reel? For my reel, please. My death reel. <laughs> yeah, that was that was what a group of actors. And I was there on the last day of shooting. So it's like I was there. I read. I had this tiny little part. But the actors I was working with were amazing. And I was there the whole time. We were like playing golf in Arizona, riding horses, shooting guns. I've never had more fun in my life. What a group. Well, you, you, I was talking about this uh, with another friend a while back, how I would see a movie as a kid and idealize that person as that Oh, another character. friend you were talking well, to. Oh, I see. Well, I see. You know, it, it wasn't was, us. It, it was a short discussion. We, <laughs> we might have Sorry. been us, actually. I know. Uh, you guys should do this on camera, man. I know. We should. Cause Fuck. We're so good looking. These guys right we're now. so incredibly it's good looking. It's just the, dyna- the chemistry and the difference is really good. Oh, now we do. Now hey, I'm getting my cowboy hat. Fucking <clears> let me get this. My cigarette is huge. It's Burt Reynolds right now. Yeah. Look like Burt Reynolds. <laughs> With my you guys own. should do this on camera. <laughs> we should. Thanks. We, we should. So we will. Cause fuck, <laughs> you guys look awesome. I don't know if I'm Lori Laughlin every angle, good looking though. Yeah, I we only need one are. angle, right? Yeah, no, oh, no. It's, you guys look. My at, wife when thinks you look so at too. Each other, look away and stuff. It's good. Oh, GoPro. It's good shit. That's, That's very sweet of you to say. I think we. <laughs> good. Well, I was gonna. We say. need a moment. Uh, <laughs> You talk, I'm going to give myself a cup of coffee, but you had something to say. What were you going to say? Please, I was going to say that Burt Reynolds uh, wore, wore a leather uh, suit back in the day. No, um, which is a true story. That's, yeah. He used to have a leather suit. For Tombstone? No, but... I mean, he wasn't in Tombstone. No, I was going to say that <laughs> when, I, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I used to see somebody on screen and idealize that actor as that character, right? Right. So I'd say, um, cream is in the fridge, by the way, on your... Yep. And then open up other door, and it's on the side. I'll door. narrate what's happening. John is opening the fridge. He's found the cream. No, he hasn't. He's picking up the uh, natural bliss. Sweet cream is the one I think you want to go with. It's Wait, just natural. It's fucking yeah. bliss. Yeah, it's following your bliss. Oh my god! It's you bliss. followed your bliss <laughs> that to the fridge. Uh, yes. Yeah, actually, it was on purpose. Oh my god! Follow your bliss. <laughs> oh my god! I'm having god. a moment about awesome. it. That's weird. <laughs> I think this is our new our new aspect of our Follow podcast. Your bliss, brought to you by so Natural where did you Bliss. Grow up that you looked at entertainers in, in film and TV because I think this is fascinating. Detroit. And idealize them as what? As, as that character. That character. Yeah. Okay, this is great. Keep going. I love yeah. this topic. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. I grew Detroit. Up, yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, you know, and then I moved to the, I lived in the Bay Area as well. I lived in San Jose, Palo Alto, Menlo Park. In San Jose. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. Now you know why. Moved down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I lived in these areas where, you know, you just go to the video store and you rent the movie over and over and over and over. And then suddenly it becomes ingrained on you that this person is this person, right? Chris Sarandon is the vampire from Fright Night. Uh, you know, Kevin Bacon is the bike messenger from Quicksilver. It's like for me. And so these things became a constant. So, but Kevin I, Bacon must have been a lot of things for you then. He was, he was like Whitewater every, Summer. Every movie that, Bad Adler, Whitewater Summer. Yeah, yeah yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, these are films that stood out to me. Leave him alone, Vic. <laughs> so good. Yeah, he, he should, he's, God, he makes a career cool. out of it. The man is a legend, yeah. Dustin Rubin. Um, and so I, I think, but something changed around the late 80s, early 90s where I started, oh, wait, they are actors. They are playing a part. And you were a part of that because I saw you as Turtle for so many years. Uh, I saw the new kids later on in life and I saw you saw you in Return to the Living Dead after that. And, and so I started going, no, wait, John Philbin is an actor. He's playing these characters. But then I started going, wow, but he really plays these characters well. 
because when I see that, I identify him as that character, you know? And I don't know if that makes any sense to you or if I'm just rambling. Oh, and not to, and not to interject on this too, but like, wouldn't you say, I mean, certainly at that time, that, that you probably were a lot like Turtle, right? Because surfing and, and I mean, I, is this accurate? I heard that you read for that role like 10 times. That is accurate. So, I mean, uh, I that was probably the most informed work, I you know, where I was as full as into a character that's not, like me ever that you that, I, that I've ever done I've, I've I've done some character work but that was dialect right I don't identify or relate you know to turtle like definitely it was me playing him playing this other guy based on this screenplay working off these other actors you know right but you know it's not like uh, I am like turtle I'm nothing like Turtle. I'm a guy that breaks into your house and steals your drugs. You know, I, I'm sober. I'm like, I, I relate more to the bank robbers I've played, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. than right, right. that. But I am a surfer. I, I just, I know that I got, that's a beautiful part that I could really get into. I totally identify. I'll say this. When I read it, I went, I'm born to play this part. I'm meant to play this part. That's why I auditioned seven times. Like, there's something inside of me that had to, that I, that sounds. This no, is no, but this is carpet. This is, yes. No, this is, is a not. Tent this on is way? not. No, this is let me not finish this Zirka. cigarette. Let me just this say that there was, Zirka. there was something in me Cowboy, yeah. that I wanted to come out through that character. And I was fortunate enough, and I kept trying and trying and trying. Maybe there's a hundred guys that, had something that they wanted to say with that character there could have been i'm not i'm not i must have been one of a thousand guys that went up for that part right. yeah but i i knew the producer randall classic because i had worked on a movie with him before called grandview usa yeah see thomas howell how's that cast patrick, patrick swayze. swayze that's how i knew him when we did yes. point break yes. jamie lee curtis jamie lee curtis jennifer jason lee yep. john cusack yeah how's that cast, cast. Yeah. amazing Grandview USA is a great place to grow up. It's got friendly people, wonderful neighbors, concerned parents. Are you on drugs? Responsible kids. Not as bad as it looks, Dad. It's a great little town. Unless you're a kid with great big dreams. I gave you the money. Would you buy me a bottle of wine? No competition. Well, this guy's not to raise suspicion. You're making it with a high school kid? Calm down. That's the reason you couldn't go out with me last night, isn't it? Damn it, what's wrong with this town anyway? Nothing. There's all the bull that says, you'll never make it. I don't buy it. Jamie Lee Curtis, C. Thomas Howell, Patrick Swayze. From the director of The Blue Lagoon and Grease. Grandview, USA. It's a great place to start from when you're going places. Amazing. I love Grandview, USA. First, that was the first movie I ever got cast in. And I'd worked for the... So wow. I went to Randall. They're like, oh, they just don't see it, John. 
And I'm like, God, you know, I'll do I let one more time. And I went and I said that to yeah. him six times. And he finally said to the director, just hire John. He, uh, you know, yeah. trust me, mm. he will do something, you know, he'll do something with this part. If it wasn't for him, I would never have gotten it, you know. But I felt like I, I wanted something. And so something yeah. happened with me in that part. It was just a very lucky confluence of events in my right. life. Right. I was at the peak of my creative, you know, method acting life. And that part was a guy that, you know, I could identify with in many ways and I could bring some reality to it. I haven't always identified or related or been able to bring that kind of talent, that kind of, not talent, but that kind of focus and reality to uh, very many yeah. characters. Yeah. You know, but I'll, I'll still work on them and stuff, but that thing, playing a surfer. But, but what I wanted to say was I played a surfer in Point Break and I was like, I am not going to do a flamboyant, colorful, emotional surfer like Turtle. I don't identify with Turtle. I'm going to play a badass, fucking mean guy that doesn't want anyone to look at him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's what I played. And people were like, you're not in it very much. And I go, well, yeah, I would ask where the frame was. And I would like move and turn this way. Like I put my back to the screen a lot. Like I didn't have yeah. anything. I wasn't happy. That was an angry criminal bank robbing gnarly dude in that yeah, movie right and that's you know different but i'm still committed to that guy I've, I've spent much more time on point break than i did on north shore you know much more time and effort and we right. i worked right. much longer and it's and but it's not as colorful and flamboyant it's not an interesting or endearing character it's a it's a it's, you know it's another guy that gets shot in a, in a crime drama yeah, but gary Busey nails you right yeah he yeah well as a surfer what I like to say is the masochist from Big Wednesday, <laughs> the best surf yeah. movie ever made, Agreed. There you go. shoots right. Turtle from North Shore Whoa, that's a great in connection. Point Break, the yeah. three best surf Hollywood yeah, surf movies. That's ever. amazing. Agreed. Yeah. That's the connection. Right. Is that Ted coming or what? Yeah, where, where are my pack of cigarette American hey, lights? Light? American spirits. Where's my American spirit? Oh, no, no. Do you have a blue one? Yeah. The light blue <laughs> It's got to be the light. Not the yellow. The light blue. Oh, my God. Anyway, just a second. I'm trying to get this coming. guy to get my yeah. shit coming in. Just yeah. a second. He's It'll happen. Trying to get, thanks. It'll I remember going to the gym once. I was like, I saw this guy on the phone in the locker room, like, acting cool, like walking around. He goes, I'm just trying to get a workout in this place. <laughs> I, well, are they going to do it or not? I'm tired of waiting for it. And he's just waiting. To, he's talking to his agent, you know, waiting for a job to come through. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm just trying to get a workout in this place. Like, the place was at fault. Right. Would you, and, yeah, like, yeah. when are they going to make their decision? Like, oh, my God. It's just such a – it was – I was like, wow. Was it Was it Burt Reynolds? <clears throat> what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, I just a strange that, you say, Burt Reynolds obsession. You say cowboy today. hat, and I just think yeah. – Burt Reynolds. But it, well, dude, there is a <laughs> cowboy hat on a guitar yeah. right there. It's my old taco hat I used to wear back in the day. And pretend you were Burt Reynolds. I used to wear that. And pretend I, no, I, actually, I pretended I was – well, I used to be a musician in a band. So I, You're still a musician. Yeah. You're a musician right in a band. There. I'm still am. Yeah. You are. I got to I gotta own that. I used yeah. to say I used to be an actor. Yeah. You're an actor, yeah. John. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're a musician's act. Well, yeah. Musicians, musicians. Actors have to work, right? Yeah. I remember I was so pretentious, like, well, what? Why would that actor do that fucking part in that movie? And at the, right. at, at the time, I remember this a real actor saying, right. "Well, actors have to work." John. You gotta eat. 
Yeah. Uh, actors yeah. work yeah, like yeah. to work. I, I wasn't one yeah. of those actors. I was like, no, I'm gonna go to class. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> put your pajama pants on. And let's go to yeah. class. Hey, Come on, John. Put your big boy pants yeah. on. Take your pajama. Yeah. 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 Take them off. Take them off. <laughs> put pants on. Actual <laughs> pants. Some guys with, wearing shorts. Yeah, I'm wearing shorts. No. Something with an elastic. Uh, <laughs> See if we were if you were on camera right now, that moment would have been a highlight real moment. Well, right? the three of us I think need to make a reality yeah. show. So oh my God. that was. We'll so just have funny. you on every episode, John. Right. It was, it was yeah, and we'll, we'll evolve I, into filming it. We'll we'll start to wrap this up a yeah. little bit, and then I I'll... have one more thing to say that has nothing to do with anything anyone said yet. Yes. Oh my gosh. Do it because but but after I say this, I, I know this. You can edit this. You you yeah, guys yeah. could ask me questions about something you're interested in. No, even though I've just been babbling my head off. This is what we're interested in. No, this, this, everything that's happening. I just this is a coffee high. I've really enjoyed this. But let me just and and also I'm 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 I'm, I will sit here and answer any questions or talk about any subject you guys are interested in after I say this thing, which has nothing to do with anything. Okay. Yeah. So when I I was living in Hollywood, I was wearing long pants. I'd come, you know, even though I was a surfer, I was going to the cities, and then I'd work for a while, and I tried to produce a movie. I was wearing suits. I was just I was like. I got to wear a suit every day. Not a know? wetsuit, like a real no, suit. No, yeah, suit. Yes. I wasn't surfing. Yes. I was like... Men's warehouse suit. Men's yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. But, uh, you know, hot LA, I'm wearing a suit. Why are you, you know? wearing a suit in I thought that, that, oh. I, that if I dressed up in this as this part as a, of a... Because pro- I approach everything as an actor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I'm a producer, okay. so I'm wearing a suit. Okay. I used to be an actor, but now I'm producing movies. Yeah, got it. I would literally say that. And this is like <laughs> in, in the 90s. I used to be an actor. Now I'm producing movies. <laughs> you see my suit. I'm really? a producer. You see my suit. Yeah. Producer. But I don't have to take my People just laugh at my face, oh and I'd be God. like, "Producer, yes, that's that." Yes. <laughs> and uh, with a cowboy oh, hat. Totally. So, now, why, cowboy hat I could not be reasoned with. Right. But um, I remember I got tired of that. It just didn't work out. You know, I wasn't. I would, couldn't. No one would take me seriously. I don't know mm. why. And uh, I um. Went down to Huntington Beach. I was like, I'm a, I had a. I went down and I looked around. I was in Huntington Beach. And I had a friend down there, and he goes, "Let's just go surfing. Get out of Hollywood." I came down there and I went surfing. I was hanging out on Main Street in Huntington Beach in the '90s with this great guy, who was very nice to me. Probably because of surf movies I had been in okay. ten years ago, but I wasn't thinking that way. Yeah. But he was probably because yeah. that movie North Shore was not a hit. No, it came on much later. Well, yeah. I mean, video stores and. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it was a cult classic cult because classic. Of, of cable and right. stuff. Like, but, we, that's where we, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't, but I didn't identify, I didn't know that right. back then. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that anyone had seen right. that movie. Right. I was thinking about, like, how did shy people, you know, like, did I blow it with shy people? Or like, I don't know. I was, yeah, I was thinking people's. about other yeah. things. Another yeah. great movie. Yeah. But this guy was probably going, that's Turtle. That's right. the character. Yeah. Right. That was in the movie right. I saw. That's what I went on to talk, bring it back to that. Nice, nice, uh, Nice way to, yeah. Yeah, but I know what you mean. But I, at the time, couldn't see that. Yeah. Now I can see it. breaks here, you be something like that. (laughs) There. But anyway, I'm down there and I saw a guy and I looked around. There was a bunch of men in shorts riding bikes with hats on. I was like, that guy's 30 years old. He's wearing shorts. Like, what the fuck? And no one's giving him shit. I was like, if right. you go to Europe or Hollywood, a man wears, a, a, an adult wears shorts. You think he's he's a special needs. It's, it's, a but, good, it's a good point. My wife never wears shorts because she says she feels like a camp counselor. Yeah, camp, you're, like, you're in you, camp you, you, or you're so, a special yeah, needs. Right. If you're a man, it's special needs. Okay. So but, are you? Uh, yeah, he's wearing 
<laughs> is that a bathing suit or shorts? It's a bathing. That's a bathing suit, yeah. actually. But out in that's know. okay. But out know. in Santa Monica, yeah, I know in Santa Monica. Multi-purpose. As I got older, I was I was like, "Fuck, this is insane that these guys can walk out of their house wearing ah." Oh. And I started. This is amazing. I started. I spent two years hanging out, being a weekender in Huntington Beach, going like shorts with a sport, shorts. With sport coat on. Shorts. Yeah, it just was a crazy oh direction God. to go. I, I needed it. that. I needed to go from I have to wear so a suit funny. every day to I'm a infantile, yeah. infantilized. Yeah. This is LA. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're we're tr- we're babies. This yeah. is the United States of America. You wear shorts, they're going to outlaws plastic straws. You don't if a man never that's for little kids birthday parties. You don't I you know, men don't use straws, but yeah. they have to make them illegal. Uh. Because we use too many of them in our shorts. Here's your little straw and your shorts. <laughs> You're an adult. I mean, we, they tre- we put they on a suit. Literally treat yeah, us like cowboy children hat. here. Yeah. And but yeah. but we but I'm like, I'll go there. I'm I'm gonna be 60 years old. I'm gonna be as youth, childlike. Some would you say childish. Not, yeah. not as possible. Thanks, you, do not look Thanks. you guys. Very well. That's all I wanted to do. Sixty years right here. This Sixty. This is this the new sixty right here. Well, your turn. Your next real. birthday is sixty. Six zero. You don't look. You don't look. You don't look a day over fifty nine. Fifty nine. No. no, you don't. <laughs> no. Awesome. I would never. Just... I don't even know what that story is about. It was about shorts. Oh well, right. but it's and, about... but it brought in suits yeah. and character. Like oh, that's yeah. Now when I see someone because that movie became popular. Yeah. Thirty years later, yeah. now I'll go surfing because I work surfing. I teach surfing, and sometimes in a surfing world, you go somewhere and someone will go. Who? Oh my God, you're right. You know, I, I'll just go. Oh, that guy's having that experience. Right oh now. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I had right. a moment with you a because uh, many moments, but uh, but but on my bachelor party, mm. I think I shared this with you off air as well. Um, it was the 25th anniversary screening of North Shore at the Arrow in Santa Monica, and you were there with Matt. Matt Adler. And, I mean, the whole cast was there, yeah. right? And right. It, and it just happened to coincide with the same weekend that I was going to be celebrating my bachelor. Just party. happened. Just happened. So my just best quote happened. My best just. friend, my best friend Terry. He's like, well, "What do you want to do for your bachelor party?" And I said, "Well, this just so happens to be going on that weekend." He's like. Bro, let's do it. So everybody flew down from the Bay Area, San Francisco, San Jose. All came down to, uh, and we were all wearing Hawaiian shirts. And we went to the North Shore screening with the with the Q and A. And and I came up and met all of you guys with my Hawaiian shirt. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's getting married in a couple of weeks, and in, in, in on the North Shore in Oahu, and uh, you know, and the rest is history. And then, flash forward, my wife and I have a son, beautiful son Bodie, and we're sitting on the beach, Bodie and I. Uh, down here and I see you walk by with one of your students that you're teaching surf lessons uh-huh. to and I'm like holy shit it's John Philbin um, not Turtle but John Philbin the person sure. because I'm not you know 10 anymore <laughs> and uh, and I'm like and, and, and Bodie's like 2 at the time and he's like and I go and I said that guy right there he played he was in a movie called North Shore and he played a character named Turtle he's Turtle? Turtle? He's a turtle? and I go no he's not a turtle I'll explain this to you when you get a little bit older, you know. And I told him I was going to interview you today. And, he's like, and I said, do you remember that? He goes, turtle? And I'm like, yeah. So anyways, my whole point is that to bring this all full circle, it's so crazy to go from like being a kid and then sharing the film as an adult with my kid. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about how it's such a nice, specifically North Shore, it's such a, just a genuinely good film. 
all around and, and, and to be able to meet you and hear your story and your real story, not some character, not some person that you idealize, but the real person and, and at the end and walk out of that going, you are a fantastic person and you are a genuine person. And it is, it is so, we are so grateful and appreciative that you've taken this time to meet us and sit down and talk to us and be so open yeah. and, and candid because that realness does not always get, yeah. it doesn't get, uh, to no, the, you know, no. people don't hear yeah. that realness on a regular basis. And you didn't even know what we were going to talk about or who we were or anything. So thank you for coming. And, real, yeah, we'll undo real, the ropes yeah, like behind your wrists being, in a moment. Being, and, uh, being you know, vulnerable. and is there an ashtray for this? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, I get to keep this ashtray wherever you want. Yeah, it's amazing because no, Dustin's been giving him the cigarette. I mean, it, like it, like just like in the movie, it doesn't like I wouldn't be able to talk like this in front of people that couldn't hear this. Yeah. And didn't encourage this way of talking. So if anything, you if any any of this was interesting or good, or it's because you provided this opportunity, and I really appreciate it. I love talking about myself. When you guys were Clearly. talking about yourselves and stuff, I was kind of like, yeah, just I know, waiting for the you next just, question. You got up and you uh, you took a piss. Oh, you know, you're like, when you talk about yourself for saying, I'm gonna go. I'm and do that thing I have yeah. to Wait, do. Wait, Dustin, he just turned the fan on in the bathroom. He can't yeah. hear anything we're saying. Right. <laughs> Is he taking a deuce? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, John, thank you yeah. so much yeah, for being you. on our show. Thank you. My pleasure. This is $2 late fee. Um, do you, Oh, sorry. Do you have anything yeah. you'd like to oh. plug? We're, we're, oh, no, I really and, don't. And, I mean, I don't. I mean. You've got some yeah. projects you're working on. Oh, yeah. On. I should shamelessly plug these we're, things. We're live at the Emmys. Who are you wearing today? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, you know, I do... And this has never happened. No, I really don't. There's this movie I, I want. I would love it if everybody in the world no. could see this movie I did called Undateable John. Silence, because it means so much to me and everybody in it and everybody who worked on it. <laughs> I actually play myself. I play a, a drug addict, alcoholic, surf instructor. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. And I think it's so funny. But I think when we tried to sell the movie, no one else thought it was funny. Did you so write it? I, no. Oh. I just improv in it a lot. Okay. okay. And I think that I am the only one who loves this film. And I think that might well, speak to my narcissistic uh, personality disorder. It hasn't been seen by but everybody. It hasn't been seen by anybody. You're right. How could we? How could you be the only one if no one else has had the well, opportunity to see it? Yeah. I've seen it, but the people, that, even the people that made it and the people that are, the other people that are in it aren't like going, fucking that's awesome. But I am. Yeah. I'll see a picture of him and go, look how fucking great this is. Yeah. But I don't see like Daryl Hannah or Tom Arnold or, I'm wearing the hat right now. Yeah. Right? Name no, dropper. But the, no, but you're promoting. The, yeah, you're, I'm promoting. Yeah, and, yeah. and Estella Warren, I don't see them right. out there online yes. promoting it going, everybody should go see this movie. It's fucking hysterical. When is it coming out? What's the story? I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh. We made it and okay. we sold it to this digital distribution company. Okay, but I don't know when it's coming out. But it, but it, when it does, it's called Undateable John. Okay, well, okay. We'll, people are gonna have to. We'll buy look it. into that. We'll definitely promote it. Yeah, we'll promote and it. We'll watch I it. I want to come sure. back on the show when it comes yeah, out. Absolutely. We'll talk about With the yeah. world's greatest podcast of the '80s. This is yeah. the most popular. Yes. '80s podcast. World's, world's greatest. World's greatest. World's greatest. Popular, we don't know, but believe greatest. it or but not, content. Oh, yeah. Content is yeah. king. We, yeah, no, this is fun. I will uh, just one quick 
one quick thing because we always talk about music on our podcast. Yes, right. And were there songs or artists from the 80s that you really dug or were fans of? Are you still, what kind of music? Or, or do you ever listen to music while you're surfing or is that just? Nope. No. And in the 80s, in the, in the 80s, I was kind of into punk and new wave cool. music. Like, the, you know, I love this band X and I yeah. love this band Violent Femmes. And I was kind of into the talking heads and the cars and Duran Duran and mm. all and and PIL and just I was into like that kind of music and a lot of, a lot of it didn't get to the screen. I, did you ever hear Ben Orr's solo record? No. Uh, I highly recommend it. Ben Orr's Ben Orr from the Cars. The from lead, the Cars. Yeah. He solo had a solo record. record that came out and I put that next to any Cars record any day. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So you're a musician, a professional musician. I have my moments, but yes. Um, thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, dude. Sincerely. How you feeling? Wow, that was awesome. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four. Is it five star rating? <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five star rating on iTunes. We really. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great, too. And you can find us on the Internet. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at $2LateFeePodcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.